I'm Nurse Jessica Seitz, along with Nurse Erica. We're Nurses Uncorked, the podcast that takes nursing facts with nursing comedy and makes a little cocktail out of it. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Nurses Uncorked. Once again, I am your host, Nurse Jessica Seitz, along with my lovely co-host, Nurse Erica, um, that always has a lot to say about nursing. Um, And we are joined today by a really special, cool guest. Um, I'm really excited about this because I want to learn a lot about um, a a very informative and entertaining nursing series. So um, Nurse Erica actually introduced me to Nick. Um, just here recently. So I'm going to kind of let Nurse Erica take it away and we're, we're going to jump right into it and have our cocktail of the week and we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. This is uh, my good friend, Nick Gar. He is the, the brains behind uh, Nurses Station, the series on YouTube, which we're going to do a deep dive into. How are you doing, Nick? Thank you for joining us. Well, thank you both. Thank, and Jessica, thank you for that great introduction. No one has ever said cool when they were introduced me, introducing me. So thank you. That was a nice, that was I really think, nice. I think you're cool so far, Nick. I don't know. Maybe you'll change my mind, but. <laughs> well, I'm hoping I don't, like I, like I said to, to Erica, I hope I don't get the Enema Award by no, the end of this no, podcast. No, 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 no. We'll, we'll save that for so. another podcast. Don't worry. You won't get okay, it on this one. Good. <laughs> Before we get into it, I'm going to do our cocktail of the week. So I recently returned from Costa Rica. I'm wearing my Pura Vida t-shirt here. And all I drank when I was there was um, pina coladas. So this week, we're doing a pina colada. Yummy. So I've got the rum measured out. You want about an ounce and a half of that. And I've got ice in here already. And I've got, because I'm cheating, the pina colada mix in here. And normally I would blend this. Uh, so it would be more of slushy mix, but that's okay. We can't do that right now. So cheers, pina colada, nurses uncorked. That was the easiest pina colada I've ever seen in my life, but Hey, it works. I I'm used to the whole blender and the ice chunks, but Hey, that, I like that one too. Whatever gets the job done. That's all I'm, that's that's all I got to say. All right, so Erica, tell, tell us about our, our our guest Nick Gar here. What's what 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 is this whole nurses station series? Yeah. What's going on? All right, so why don't we start with uh, telling us just what the series is about, Nick? The series is about a group of nurses in a in a in a, in a fictional hospital. It is set in an intermediate care unit, and at a nurse's station, in and around a nurse's station. And it's basically, the premise is how do, what are the, the feelings of professionals in the workforce, the frontline workers, and what are they thinking, what are they feeling during the course of their shifts is basically what it is. So the way it's laid out, it's in a uh, uh, kind of a documentary style, the kind of thing that you'd see if you in um, in the office or in Parks and Recreation or in Waiting for Guthman or you know those kinds of yeah. like Spinal Tap those those right. kinds of things where it was a mockumentary, and the reason for that is there's a couple of reasons. The episodes are only five minutes long because for a lot of reasons which we'll get into. But some are a I little bit longer. Some are a tiny bit longer. Six. Six, seven minutes, minutes. and yeah. there's one that's three and a half so averages <laughs> you know four to five but the reason for that is because look i gotta get a lot of information out in a very tiny amount of time mm-hmm. you can't have a character giving exposition for no reason in the middle of a scene everyone has to act very realistically the only way to circumvent that is if they have a, what we would call a talking thoughts section where we we hear their thoughts now, there's a lots of ways to do that. I chose the the like you would see in the office where they're looking at the camera and they're saying what they're thinking. Love now, the, the reason... office. Love the office. So it's that same kind of idea. Now the yeah. pr- now the reason for that is when we were first shooting because we wanted to keep it very authentic. Hospital staff were required to have masks on all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, okay, I that's great. And if you notice, they have masks on when they're in the scenes, but when they're doing their they're thinking, they're talking head section, I'm able to take their mask off and you get to see the actor, you get to see what they're doing. 
and be, because it's out of time and, and place when they're when they're talking about yeah kind of just I didn't that, realize that. that yeah that's the that's the reason for it because you don't want to have an exposition dump in the middle of a scene that's boring and uh, and and it's it's bad writing so the in order to 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 make that plausible is the talking talking thought you've seen that in movies yeah. where you hear like a narration and some that's yeah. one yeah. way of doing it i wanted the actor to actually say what they were thinking so that's the reason what, what is that, that called breaking the third wall or breaking the fourth wall fourth wall <laughs> and on stage you have the left the right the back wall and you're the audience the audience is the fourth wall yeah like a, like a, like a, a box that brings so me into that's nick the... what what is your background are you an actor are you a nurse are you what what where do you come from nick tell I am us a little of, bit of... jessica i am all of the above well i i, I won't I lie started... i know that already but um <laughs> a little <laughs> like, bit but I, but most true, people true don't lawyer, true lawyer fashion you already know the answer before i you do ask but question. nobody else does so tell us what came first the, the actor or the nurse <laughs> the actor came first okay uh, my i grew up in the bronx my mother this is pertinent to what's going to come my mother and father my mother my dad was a, a new york city policeman my mother oh. was a nurse and she okay. worked in, in the trauma centers in in the bronx and uh as i grew up i just uh, started to gravitate towards the theater i just you know i loved it doing the school plays and all that stuff and then i worked professionally um i did broadway did films did some tv all that oh wow while i was doing that I thought, you know, I would like to do bring this to some to, to kids. So I created an outreach program in the South Bronx. I created a company called City Theater Project, a nonprofit where we were doing teaching and we were bringing theater. And you use theater as a tool for education. For example, uh, we would do mini productions of, say, 12 Angry Jurors. You know, you see yeah. 12 Angry Men, 12 Angry Jurors. And you learn about the justice system that way and how it works. So that's how it's an educational tool. Uh, conflict resolution. What is this person saying? Why is this person doing this? Because actors need motivations. Mm -hmm. You have to, in order to play a part, you have to know what is it you want? What are you going to do to get it? All that. And that's not too different from how people behave in real life. So it gets you to empathize for the other, for people because you have to look at things from their point of view. Well, why are they doing this? Right. Why are they saying this? All that. So that's how it works in conflict resolution. But I was learning that some of these kids are, had issues at home or in school or wherever. Sure. Um, because when you're teaching acting, well, what is a scary thing for you? What is a happy thing for you? There's a certain amount of self-reflection that happens. And when, that, when I did that with them, all these things would come up and I was ill-equipped to handle that part of it. So I thought, well, you know, that would be interesting if I had more credentials in that part. And my plan was uh, to go and become a psychiatric, pediatric, pediatric psych nurse is what I wanted to do. Oh, oh wow. wow. Be because okay. my, mother, my mother had encouraged me to go into nursing. Oh, there's all this flexibility, all that. You can do so many different things. I thought, all right, great. I didn't want to be a social worker. Pediatric psych nurse sounded like a good thing. So I went and I... And I went to school and I got my past the NCLEX and all that stuff. And people would say to me, you know, you're going to get into psych nursing. You're going to learn all your, you're going to lose all your nursing skills. Yeah. That's what they always say. That's what they say. I mean, I didn't, I don't know if that's really true, but that's what they, that's what I was told. I said, I'm going to, I'm going to work at the bedside for a few years, really get my skills down. It'd be hard. It'd be yeah, hard. I was going to say Erica, them. Erica approves of this message, right? Erica, she's always, I do. I do. Yeah. She's a big advocate. So, for get in there, get doing... your experience. Yeah. So yeah. to know what to, because I listened to nurses, I had some really good teachers in school and, and they, this is all that this was what they advised. And that's what I did. And then I never left the bedside and that, and that, that threw that whole psych nursing thing out of out of you know out of the plan, and the the outreach program kind of took a back seat because I was working as a nurse a lot, and boy, and you know exhausting. what it's like on your day off. You are right. shot, right? Yeah, uh, and that's and that's what happened with that. Um, I would still do things in the theater. I would direct, or I because honestly, if you're working as a full time nurse, 
you can't do the other thing because yeah. because even it's if you exhausting do, what a two-week play when are you going to get the time to rehearse and the time to to go right. somewhere you can't and right. you know with the, the whole we won't into the staffing issue thing but oh we don't have enough staff you can't take the time your pto is denied all denied. that stuff yeah right so the two careers as a full-time because i needed the health benefits was just incompatible so I, I i would do little things where i could had control where i would direct and i would go away and i would do little things okay um so nursing is your second career it is my second career Yes. All right. And then how did you end up starting the series? What was the can motivation? I, can, I, then, can I interject? I just want to say yeah. I have a lot in common with Nick and I didn't know this, but how? I, because I grew up wanting to be an actress. That's, that was my, <laughs> my dream was I grew up watching Spanish soap operas. Okay. Like I'm from a Hispanic <laughs> background. I know the show isn't about me, but I, I get where, where Nick is coming from. Like, I always, I was always a very dramatic kid and I just could see no. myself. Yeah, I know. Right. I could <laughs> see myself. I wanted to be like on all my children or general hospital. Like that was like my, my passion, my dream. Like that would have been my <laughs> dream job would have been to have been an actress. And, um, why does that happen to us, Nick? When, when that doesn't pan out, we become nurses. <laughs> well, in I, my I, case, I have a, stable I have a career. Theory. I have it, a theory it, about that, but in my in my case, I I I had uh, my I was start I had started a family, and so I couldn't afford downtime. Like when you're when you're right. you know, a bachelor, you can afford downtime; it's no big deal. Right. You have someone depending on you, and you need health insurance. You got to make the stuff, money. Yep, you got to yeah. do something. Now, the reason why I went into nursing was a couple of reasons. Um, as I said, I wanted to do the psych nursing thing because I, I notice a lot of artists when they change careers, I've known of quite a few of them that go into social work. Why? Because you're, you're analyzing people and you're doing mm -hmm. things. That's what you do as an artist anyway. Mm -hmm. right. So you're already got that muscle pretty strong and you're already interested in that. I wanted even more, uh, uh, flexibility in what I wanted to do. And if, being advised by my mother, who was a nurse, that's where that pops in. I felt I was able to do more. If I became a nurse, I could do different things. Um, so that's where that jumping off point happened. Okay. Um, then, so so how did I get to the series? Then COVID hit. Mm. Seems like everything. And all COVID the things, changed everything. Now, now. Okay, so I'm going into the nursing career, and I swear, I swear, this is what went through my mind. Oh, it's going to be great in that I won't have to deal with all the egos. And I, <laughs> oh, and no. I won't have to deal with all the, the self-centered, you know, people. Because when you're in show business, you've got plenty of that, right? Yeah, of course. Well, yeah. was I surprised mm -hmm. that it was, in some cases, worse. Yeah. Um, and that was a shock. So there were things that, of course, that bothered me about the nursing profession. Although, of course, when somebody, when you click with a patient and you actually do something with them, I mean, there is nothing like that's like a standing ovation. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a euphoric feeling that's just fantastic. On the flip side of that, if things don't click, or you're dealing with people that are difficult, your colleagues even, it's it's. You know, it's worse than a root canal. So, <laughs> true. Right? And there were things that I really didn't like about the profession that were about the way I felt we were treated just generally from all corners, um, even internally, like I said, with colleagues uh, and, and all of that. I was just dumbfounded by a lot of it. So, COVID hit and it really really shone a light on all the things that really bothered me about the profession. Not yeah, just about for everyone. I think it really, it just took all it of the blinders off of everybody it, and it, made it, it undeniable what's taking right. place. Right. I mean, I, uh, my feeling about how patients would treat us. I'm, I mean, yeah. I do. There's a whole episode on, on nurses station about, you know, the, the patient doesn't care that they are, 
COVID positive and, you know. The COVID just, episode, right? The COVID episode. That's right? what it's called. It's a great episode. It's, it, yeah. Uh, Love Thy Neighbor is the name of the episode because, you know, I mean, it's about taking care of other people too. That, the fact that you've heard this, I didn't think really administration was looking out for us. And this happens in the episode. Oh, no one goes into into isolation rooms except the nurses. Yep. We only the, ones, the nurses. Only the right. nurses. Not right. the doctors. We would do the doctor's assessments, basically, and pass on, give them the information, and they would give write the order. Yeah. Not thought, dietary, not EVS. Not, not house. Make the nurse even. do it. The nurse and the respiratory therapist mm-hmm. were, the two, were the two. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? This is wearing real thin. This is when this is the first wave when we, you know, we had the N95s and we were reusing them and the Joint Commission. I was against the Joint Commission and all that stuff. Like, oh, all the rules now are out the window. Yep. Poof, uh, gone. Oh, oh, yeah, Vanished no. like a fart in the oh, wind. But that's okay. We're gonna put it like, you know, we we our PPE was non-existent. We thinking, Bandanas. Okay, <laughs> non-existent. Garbage bags. Well, we were using it. We were using the same PPE that you would use for Mirza or, or, mm-hmm. or something like that, right? Yeah. And I think we don't know what this thing is. We didn't know what it was. This was yeah. the first wave when we didn't know what was, how right. it, was, you know, it was communicable. How was it droplets? What was it? Was it as 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 contagious as TB? Uh, I, I I would come home every night. This is when we would change. We would change at the hospital and then change again at home. Before we even went in the house, we didn't know. We said, "Well, we what about all the OR, you know, disposable PPE that the old because they have to do sterile fields and all that mm-hmm. with booties and all and hat gear." No, you can't, you can't use that. Like, you know, I had to get you know we got our own bandanas because they actually yeah. said, oh, you can go in. It's like, no. Um, so I would come home and my wife finally said, "You know what? You don't have to do this. This is this is." I could see what this is doing to you. I could see what this is doing to you. Um, and so I, I, I quit. I just, I stopped because it was really having an effect on me. Yeah. How long were you a nurse before you got into the, the, the series? Like how long were you in 17 nursing? Years. 17 oh, years. Wow. Okay. So yeah, you've been so, in it for a long time. Yeah. So the- I had written a play uh, about similar to the stuff but you know, I wanted to say something about the profession and about the medical, uh, the whole medical machine. You know, the whole broken system. You can't really, you, if you're telling a story and it needs mm-hmm. a story arc, you last thing you want to do is you want to start preaching to people and and getting on a soapbox because once they get a sense of that, they you know they turns people off. Right. So. A yep. friend of mine, a friend of mine suggested, you know, why don't you make this a series? And I thought that was Good a really idea. great idea because also more people would see it. And mm-hmm. I thought that was a, that was a great way to go. So that's that was the genesis of the of the series. It's really I had so many things that bothered me about the profession and bothered me about just medicine in general. Right. Uh, everything from the patients themselves to the administration yeah and and i thought there's two things i want to accomplish with this one is i want nurses to tell i want i want our stories out there i don't want the nurse jackie stories not that there's anything wrong for that but that's melodramatic that's entertainment we need the real story being told right right right. exactly not that that doesn't happen i mean there's jackie the scenario she's got a right she's got a in back injury because yeah. of nursing she's addicted to she's Percocet screwing the pharmacist and she's for narcotics the... yeah but it's Very... following it's following like one topic like one main topic one character like as opposed to all the systematic the breaks yeah right well, yeah right. very melodramatic and not that that does not that that stuff doesn't happen but that's not the kinds of stories i wanted to tell i wanted to i thought on a day-to-day basis nurses go through extraordinary things. Right. And I wanted to tell those stories because I think they were pretty extraordinary. In the meantime, so that's one of the things. One of the other things that's related to it is I wanted the public to know what we go through because I don't think they do. 
They don't. don't they don't have a clue. No. And, and I and my feeling always be, always has been: look, you can write articles, you can litigate, which is important stuff too. But the but the regular person, you really hit them with message when you're entertaining them, and they don't know that there's a that there's a little you know yeah commentary going on along with it. I think that's when you really get your your points across and what you're trying to do. I mean, how much influence have movies had on the way people dress or the way people mm-hmm. you know do things? It's really it's really powerful stuff. So that those two things to tell the nurses stories, the real nurses stories, and and to sort of educate the public as to what we go through in an entertaining way. You're those definitely two... accomplishing that. You really are. Well, well thank I'm, you. I'm curious, do you have a favorite episode? Because I have one. You and do. And I'm wondering what yours is, if you have one. You know what they say? Uh, writers or artists, whatever, you know, whatever they, it's like their children, whatever it is. And you can't really say right. you prefer one child over another. I mean, there are some <laughs> things, there are some things that I would look at technically and I'd go, well, I would kind of do that differently. I think it would move faster. I think it would move faster if I if I did this or if I cut this out, but only technical stuff. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I like parts of the COVID episode that that gets That's me. That's a powerful one. The little montage at the end. What episode it, number is that, by the way? Because I I have not seen that That's one. That's episode seven. Six. Six? Okay, yeah, okay. I haven't seen six. I'm gonna have to watch it tonight now. You know, we take off our masks and you see the marks that we, mm-hmm. that we used to have. It's really powerful, I think, anyway. And it's cathartic for me. I mean, that's how yeah. I kind of, I exercise some of the demons of it from doing this. So, I don't know. I liked episode one because that was that, you know, we're getting our feet wet. Can, in, I, can I tell you something about episode one? And it's not my favorite episode, but... Mm-hmm. Um, it's so powerful for those that haven't seen it yet, because it, it starts out in the middle of a code, like active compression. Oh gosh. Right. The family, the family member there, the family in the background says, and I, I think I'm quoting it correctly and says, you're killing him in the him. middle of a coat. Yeah. But you're says, killing him. Is, did he just poopy? Why isn't anybody cleaning him? That and is the so rage typical. that I feel as a nurse, I'm like, because they're literally pumping his heart and breathing for him, and that takes priority over the poopy. Yeah, like as 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 a nurse, you want to say because either I can stop to clean his ass, or right. or or I could keep him alive and ventilating. You pick. Like I and right. I realize family members don't get that, but it definitely brings that into reality. And then the whole part mm-hmm. of what's that noise? You know, like yeah. that. Yeah, that, it, you're killing him. Like I was like, oh, that is so. We're typical. saving him, and it, yeah, I mean, it's so realistic. I just, I have to give you props. It's so realistic that I feel the nurse rage that we feel every day on the unit, dealing with people that just don't know any better or that are just right. oftentimes plain <clears throat> difficult. And I feel that just as if I'm on the unit, you really no, capture that. What's What's oh, even better oh, is the you. nursing, the nursing administrator, or or whoever that part was when she says, statistically, it shows <clears throat> that they're it's that's such a typical <laughs> thing that they're happier when they can see what happened to their loved one and know that you did everything right. to save them. And you want to say, uh, stick your statistics up, your <laughs> okay? Because yeah, truly. Truly, um, it's not quite going down like you think it's going down. And well, it- yeah, I mean, that was one of the things that used to bother me. Well, well you know, it's evidence based practice. And according <laughs> to the thing, I'm like, well, according to my evidence, that's baloney. You know, right. I've only been doing right. Ever had that happen where they tell you oh, well, yeah. statistically this, but your experience is the exact opposite. My, my favorite is when the educator that, you know, hasn't really been a hands-on nurse forever will pop in the room in the middle of a procedure or a situation or something and start touting that evidence-based like I, please yeah, it's like, Rachel right. this is not the time please that's when you want to say <laughs> when, when was the last time you worked the floor Rachel <laughs> yeah what what when, when was but that you see, yeah but yeah. that's okay so that brings on to the I I, I look 
a lot of times you have administration making choices, you know, that are strictly uh, bottom line driven, right? Mm-hmm. And and financially and think, driven, right? Financially driven, and that was what in that episode bringing family members in. If you talk to any nurse, I think most nurses would say no. That's not a great idea bringing people in. Yeah. You know, the, you, if you've been in the code, you know how, how chaotic it is. You need you don't need an, an an unstable element of a family member in there that is taking away resources because you basically have to uh, give one of the staff members to the family to interpret everything, to explain everything, and to make sure that they're not in the way. So you're right, essentially or, taking or away resources from the patient. Or they're distracting you because if they're in yeah. there oh, and you're trying that. to do something, it's distracting the, even though you're in your zone, if you have somebody hollering out, why are you doing this? Why aren't you cleaning the poopy as much as you try, <laughs> as much as you yeah. try but, to yeah. tune it out, you know, it's distracting and it, it, it but, can but slow you down. It's all true. But the point also, there's several points, but one of them is listen to your nurses. They, they Thank know what you. They know what they're talking about, right? Because what? Because they they haven't gone through medical school. You think they don't know what they're doing? They know better in a lot of in a lot of spots. A because lot of times, you, yeah. Like Jessica, like you said, because of the their research trumps everyone else's on hands experience. You know, I, that used to drive me nuts when mm-hmm. they would, we they would want us. They would put in a new policy. And they would claim that it's all evidence based, and I'm like, I don't know what evidence you're talking about because that's right. Absurd. In reality, that doesn't work. When, when they first introduced like bedside report. Oh my, God! Don't even get me started on bedside report. I am probably the only nurse manager or or leader that I've ever come across that is staunchly against bedside report. Why? I hate bedside report. I'll, I'll tell you why. why. Because um, my background is all peds, right? So mm-hmm. bedside report means that you are very often in situations uh, where you're talking about abuse, neglect, sexual abuse, all sorts of things. But CPS has not done their um, investigation completely yet. And so the the dad or the mom's boyfriend or whoever that we know did this horrible thing is right there at the bedside. Now, how are you supposed to talk about this appropriately, you know, or, or there's all these broken families. So it's, it becomes, you know, um, mom and boyfriend against dad and girlfriend yep. or stepmom. Yep. And you, you, oh, it's, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare when, for my specialty. Exactly, exactly the point. I mean, I, I, not just slightly different when you're dealing with adults, but we would have semi-private rooms. What yeah. happened to HIPAA? HIPAA. What, hap- HIPAA what who? happened to right. all the nurses? That's right. the first thing they said. And you know, you know, every lawyer from upstairs came down to try to snow everybody that it was perfectly okay. Yeah, because right? the magic curtain protects everything. <laughs> Right, because because they want to present. It's the old, you know. Uh, listen, patients should have a hand. Should have, know what's going on. I'm all for that, and I really do. Sometimes patients and family members they know they know their patient they know their family members better than we do in a lot of ways. Sure, I've had that. I've had that happen. Of course, yeah. So I mean, I'm not going to totally. I'm not going to totally, you know discredit doing that because there are advantages you go in and you're you know you're given the handoff and you notice that piggyback hasn't been opened right right little things like that that does happen but for the most part erica what you said about spilling all this information it's inappropriate and it creates so many problems right exactly i mean we need to Give report at the at the nurse's station outside the room, and then go inside together and do a exactly. quick check and exactly. a quick update. That's because it. how and many that... times have you had to give bedside report and you have to write something down on paper because it is something that's important to say, but it's inappropriate mm-hmm. to say in front of a family member. Like, I, I mean, there are some things like that's not the father, that's the grandfather. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there well, are things that you just don't need to say to embarrass somebody or you use medical say. abbreviations and they don't know and so then they're interrupting you what does that mean what does that mean and 
it, it doesn't sound like it would be that time consuming, but it really it's, does yeah. add so much time. And then right. what you have is you're clocking out late. You're getting fractional overtime. You get your manager on your ass because you constantly are clocking out late. Well, I would probably exactly. be able to clock out on time if I didn't have to go in five separate rooms and do bedside report. Right. I mean, I was exactly. always all I was always all for bringing the nurse, you know, the, the that you're handing off to in and introducing and 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 you know this way you do catch things and maybe. But to give the entire report in front of them, I always thought right. it was a big mistake. Me too. But that was my impression. That was, but <clears throat> I mean, when I would try to not do that, they would be on my butt about, and I used to get in trouble because I used to get, I, I'm like, I can't even receive my information the way I want, for Pete's sakes. Right. So this yeah. is a good point. We're at our halfway mark. So I'm going to interject like I always do rudely, um, oh, like like every episode and do the middle of the, the nurses uncorked, which it, it just okay. comes out of nowhere. You never know when I'm going to drop this. It just, you know, we could be in a deep conversation and it's like, halt, we're going to do our nursing problem of the week. It, Let's it's, do it. it. We're going to do this briefly and quickly. Um, but but we're going to address the problem. So I got an email um, a couple weeks ago on Nurses Uncorked to our main email account. Um, I don't have the email in front of me because um, I just don't. But the question was, and it was presenting a problem. It was a, a nurse, a young nurse, who has a mother that is also a nurse. And okay. the mom is close to retirement age, okay? She's maybe like a year out from retirement. And what the daughter expressed to me was that her mother lately has been, um, I don't want to say bullied, but almost like being, she feels like she's being pushed out of her profession early. Her mother's older. It seems like she's slowed down a bit, but in an effort to almost catapult her into forcing herself to retire, they're giving her harder assignments. They're giving her um, that more, more difficult yeah. things. They're uh, being harder on her to the point that she said, I'm sad because I, my mother is actually contemplating retiring early because it, things are harder on her than they were. And yeah. um, what, what do we do? I've told her, you know, to complain, to go uh, this and that, but she doesn't, you know, she's old school. She's an old school nurse. She doesn't want to raise right. ruffle feathers. Um, and it was like, what do I do? And that, is I've seen this happen on my unit before too it with happens. older nurses. Yeah. And it's, it it's, does happen. What do you think, Erica? Like, I mean, it, what, what yeah, can somebody I think do? First and foremost, just acknowledging that it's real because a lot of the time this comes through in a very gaslighting way and they have the nurse yep. second guessing their own reality, you know? So just, just acknowledging that, no, this takes place this is absolutely real and it's very unfortunate. And, you know, the reasons are often financially motivated because let's face it, a nurse of 30 years or, or however long is making, is earning substantially more money than a new nurse, right? So they're costing them more. So they would much rather replace that experienced absolutely. wealth of information with a new grad for half the price, right? Or maybe it has something to do with um, benefits. You know, maybe she has some health problems. And so her insurance um, is costing the, the facility more. Or maybe she's one of the few that has a retirement plan and they're trying to maybe get out of paying that full pension or something like that. It absolutely happens. But, you know, it's sad because she deserves to be able to retire on her own terms. and you know, have, have it be a happy thing instead of a forced, sad thing. And it, it, it is harder for some older nurses because now everything is electronic where it used to not be like the EMRs. And, you know, that doesn't necessarily come as easily to them. And so they find these convenient excuses to use against them instead of highlighting right. all the wealth of information that they are. It's really unfortunate. But you know what pisses me off is what's wrong with giving somebody 
um, maybe, yes, give her a softer assignment. What about seniority? What about the fact that this woman has probably been there 25, 30 years? Why not right. be a little bit easier on her? Does she not deserve that? Does she not yeah. deserve a little bit of freaking compassion yeah. that she's devoted her whole life? Her knees are probably giving out. Her back is giving out. And, and we need to be assholes and push them because yeah. they're not keeping up fast enough. I mean, that to me outrages yeah. me more than at anything. I mean, seriously. Yeah, what, I used what to do have you think, a nurse what, that. I want to see what Nick's take is oh, on this. May, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I think Erica kind of hit it on the head. Again, it comes down to the uh, to the Money. financial aspect of it. The reason why is they want to squeeze them out. I've seen this happen mm -hmm. before, where they suddenly a whole unit has all these new grads, like, and all the people that I work with, really experienced nurses were they made it so difficult for them that they, they decided to leave. And it's because, yeah, their salaries are, are, are the, on the high end because their insurance is more, probably more expensive because they have, you know, illnesses of some kind. Yeah, that's, that's totally all the financial. I've seen yeah. that happen. It, I mean, it, it's ridiculous. It's sad. It's freaking sad. I mean, and there's it's a form of ageism, but it's so hard yeah. to prove. It right. really that's, is. Well, that's the thing. a paper trail, always a paper trail. Just always. I mean, we have an episode. You're speaking in my language. Yeah. Well, you know, these are issues. I'm always trying to get an issue in in the story. So there isn't a story kind of like this in, in in nurses station where it's actually a new nurse who's given like an assignment that's just a little over her head. Yeah. And is it is it bullying or is it well they got to learn yeah, you know that it kind was, of thing. That was an interesting episode that um kind of talked it dealt with nurses eating their young. Yeah. Like you I didn't mean, shy away from that of showing a nurse in a in a negative light cuz I mean it it's real. Well, I never want to show a nurse in a negative light if I can avoid it. Uh, like we were saying before, there are reasons why people behave a certain way. And if you look yeah. at that particular episode, uh, Cinderella Rising, it's called. I think it's the fifth one. The reason is because we get dumped on. The nurse who's like kind of the, the bully is really very nice. And, and she's justifying it. Well, the, you know, you got to learn sometimes. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter that this assignment is over your head and it's going to scare the crap out of you. And you'll have no support. Mm -hmm. but you got to learn. And, um, and the reason is, is because she gives a whole list of the things that she went through just in that day where yeah. she's been humiliated and she's been, you know, and I down. did it when I was a new grad. Right. And, and, yeah. and as they say, the crap rolls downhill and that's, I think happens. And I, I want to give reasons why people on both sides behave the way they do. And that's one of the things of the series I try to do is we Everyone's going to go into a hospital at some point, either mm -hmm. as a patient or as a visitor, right? Mm -hmm. yep. And things, they have a preconceived idea. Everyone's got a preconceived idea from television or wherever of how things ought to be. Mm -hmm. And if things don't go that way, they get angry, they get frustrated, they complain. But what I'm trying to do is, well, maybe there's a reason. There's a reason for it. One of the things that I say, one of the catchphrases is that this is not a hotel. Yes, we want That's everyone right. to be. Thank we you. want the H outside is, is not little, for hotel. I got yeah, to do our little a little pitch here. That's <laughs> our little merchandise. Merch. I like merch. it. This is not a hotel mug. Look, every every nurse that I worked with, I was very fortunate. I worked with really nice people, and everyone wanted their patients to do well and feel comfortable and all that stuff. But sometimes, you're someone is coding. Someone is having a, a, you know, a stroke. Someone is having a problem of some kind. And I, we can't get you your ice. And we can't your get you ice your ice is hot. not a priority. Right. But, but that's not what's presented to the patients. What's they don't see it to that way. That they don't see it that way. They don't see it that is way. Is that no one cares and no one's answering me, ma, and, every, and she's right. being ignored. Yeah. Everyone's twiddling their thumbs. In the My nurses, husband always in the jokes and says the nurses, the nurses are, are trading meatloaf recipes. He's a physician, but he says that that's. He says that that's how patients see it. Like they're just at yeah. the nurses yeah. station trading meatloaf recipes. But why? They're just that? on their phone. Well, right. we're on our phone paging the doctor, looking up your obscure disease process. You know, trying to contact pharmacy or whatever. We're not Where just do they sitting get there. Where these ideas from? They get them from 
the hospital themselves because the hospital is presented. If you look at any ad for a hospital, everybody is smiling and it's all very pleasant. It looks like a resort. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so naturally a, a person go, who doesn't know oh, yeah. anything about it goes in there and expects to yeah. have that kind of thing. They don't know the nurse just put someone in a body bag mm -hmm. and maybe yeah. that's why they come in and they have a puss on their face. I mean, are there, you know, nurses and doctors and whoever respiratory therapists who, who, who may not be nice people? Sure. Sure. It happens. Know? Yeah. But well, for the most part. That kind think, of segues into my favorite episode which oh. is episode two. I mm. don't remember the name, the title, but uh, it really resonates with overboard. me. Yes. Nurse thank overboard. you. It resonates with me because it's all about, um, you know, the manager saying, I received complaints about you. What, you know, why can't you just smile more? Why can't uh, you just, you know, have a, have a nicer demeanor? And that's something that I used to hear from managers all the time. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. I, I'm not the cheerleader nurse and I'm never going to be, but I am the direct hold no punches advocate for you till my dying breath, right. getting what you need nurse. And that is more important. And so, no, I'm not going to come in and be all smiley and joking. I I'm going to be getting my job done and being very transparent with you and doing what needs to be done. And, but and there's nothing wrong with that, but this no, whole right. notion that it's customer service and we need to give five-star treatment is such bullshit. And it's ruining the nursing profession. It truly er is. Erica, what could you have done better? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Exactly. What, what you could know, you have done better to make I, them not mad at you? What could you yeah. have done better? Look, that episode is uh, that I just gives me a chance. I just some people I really should mention who helped make this make Nurses Station great. I mean, my director of photography, Jack Furtado, is fantastic and helps me. You know, I direct, but if I'm in something, he tells me if it's good because I can't play it back. There's no time, right? Because you're acting and directing, uh, right? And there's and I have to do ten pages in a day, and the, and it's just very difficult. So he's outstanding and he's great work. And of course, one of the, my, the producer, Eliana Gonzalez is, is great. And she's the one that reached out to you, Erica. She handles all the social media stuff and, and she found yeah. you and she thought you should be aware of this. And so that was all her doing. And she's in charge of casting and, and, and it's just fantastic. So wait, when, when are me and nurse team. Erica going to be on the, on an episode? I would love both of you. You'd have to come up from Florida, and Eric would and have to come Nevada. over from Nevada. And uh, I would love I'll to be have there. You. I you would love me, to. You tell me and when, we'll, and I, I got, I got you. I'll be there. I'd I, love I'll... to take you all on a to a Broadway show or something, uh, and, and show you around. I would love to I be would able to do that. Absolutely. Can we please? Can we please? I I, have, I don't I, know how good of an actress I would be. Can I play the no. nurse manager? I got that role down. I have nurses in <laughs> I have nurses in it. I mean they may not you know, they don't have to do a lot of the heavy lifting in terms of the, the roles. But I, I, I want real nurses in it. Um I as you know, one of the things the goals is to show an accurate portrayal of of procedures and, and, and equipment. And man, let me tell you, I, I learn, I'm learning. That's not so easy. I understand now why some of the TV shows don't do that right. And sometimes right. it's because they have to tell a dramatic story. That's the main focus. And yeah. if you have to move fast and something, oh, that wouldn't take, that wouldn't happen so quickly. Or you, there's a reason for some of that. I mean, the, 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 using a piece of equipment incorrectly, I don't think there's any real reason for that but sometimes procedures can be sort of tweaked a certain way because you have because to you have to entertain at the same time you're yeah. you're you're trying to portray it in the best light but you have to and also that's entertain kind of a juggling act to do yeah so absolutely i, you know, I get it so i want to know i want to know when you decided to have this idea to do nurses station how do you bring this into fruition so you're like i want to do this you're essentially initially on your own it's your idea how do you bring all of these people in? Who do you contact? Or is it you started alone and slowly brought people in? Like, how do you make the production done so well? I started off by the things I wanted, stories I wanted to tell, and, and things I wanted to say as a nurse, like I said, to have the, pe the public know. So I write a script. Okay. 
there are people that I know in the entertainment business who, like Eliana, who I approached, I thought would be really great for this. Um, and so I approached people that I knew that I would like to work with who I think this would be mutually beneficial for. And they bring their talents to it. And they have their own network. And they help with equipment. They help with all kinds of things. Jack is great with, some, with all the technical stuff. Um, and so when it comes to actors, sometimes we go on, we do open calls, like on, we have something called actors access where actors have their pictures and resumes up. We put up a, a, a character breakdown of what an episode requires and actors submit or their agents submit them for our consideration. And they'll take a part of the, of the scene that I've written so I can see if they can, you know, do the jargon, if they kind of have if they can kind of do the uh, the, uh, the feel of it, and, and we take it from there. So it, it, it actually builds. It's like a domino effect. You start off with an idea. You go to people who you know and trust that, that, that are of one mind, and you get the ball rolling that way, and then it starts to, you know, it starts to grow. So that's, okay. that's basically okay. how that works. So, yeah, you started out, you... Obviously, you were in acting first, so you have some connections and you have the idea and you kind of already know how to get it going. But I'm just saying, like I was telling Erica today, we were talking on the phone. I'm like, it's so well produced, like it seems like a television show. Like It does. It does. Like a shorter television show. Yeah. It's such high quality. I really so realistic. I'm not just saying that to like toot your horn because we have you here as a guest. Like it really is done well. Like I'm. I, I, the different camera angles, like the, you mm-hmm. know, the way that it's portrayed, like you see two people's faces, like it's just like it, it makes you feel like you're. Thing. Yeah. It's collaborative. Every artistic thing is collaborative. So Eliana will give what she thinks, Jack will give what he thinks. It usually it starts for me because I'm the nurse and I know these stories and I'm the technical. Jack and I would have disagreements about a particular take. I say, they didn't do they didn't handle that tool properly or they didn't that we we wouldn't do that right and but it's a great take i'm like yeah but part of the thing is is that we needed to make this authentic right that's i'm i'm and that's gonna drive every medical professional crazy (laughs) right anyone who knows this our target audience is nurses and i mean i would love i mean i'm with the public is to also educate them as to what we go through. So I like it to be entertaining, but I want it to be accurate and it has to be accurate. So Jessica, I guess to answer your question, yeah, it started off. I knew some people that I initially approached and then, um, and, and it kind of snowballed. We did make general open calls, uh, for actors. And I would love to eventually be able to afford nurses to write stories that I, I have, have them write scripts would be fantastic. I would love that. Oh yeah. Right I have now, a million I, right ideas. Now, Can I, we do a I whiteboard to, episode? I'm telling you, I've got, <laughs> yes, I got a ton of things like that. But Can I just say thing. though, I think that you're the best actor on the show, in my opinion. <sighs> and oh, thank I, you. I, I'm being honest. I, that I'm, I'm being honest. Jessica, and I, I, I'm not, saying that? no, I'm not. Honestly, listen, listen, today, after watching it, I did not know which character you were. I honestly did not. Like, oh, she sent me well. the episodes to watch, the link. I didn't know who I was interviewing. And watching it, I honestly thought that you were the most genuine, authentic character that seemed the most natural, in my well. opinion. And I came to her today on the phone and I said, I guarantee you the guy that uh, with the dark hair and she goes, that looks Italian. I said, yes. I said, that's the guy we're interviewing today. <laughs> and I, and she yeah. goes, yes, that's him. I said, yeah, I already knew it. I already knew it. Like, well, yeah. I, well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. I mean, part, you know, a funny thing that happens is, and this happened in the code episode. And that's no offense than, to other actors. I don't want to no, seem no, no. that no, way. Cause like, they're I, great. They're, they're all great, great too. But I, I, I forgot. Sometimes I, I would be in the scene, like in the code episode, doing the code. And I forgot they don't know what to do. Yeah, right. <laughs> I forgot. Like yeah, they're so good them. and they look so great yeah. that I would forget to direct them. You just, and you have to do that and you have to, you know, whatever the, the, the you have to draw blood at this point. You have to take a, you know, a, yeah. a pulse, all that. 
because I forgot they look they were so believable in the moment that I forgot that they were actors, not nurses. Yeah. Listen, I am offering right now I will pay for my own flight if you want to put me in an episode. <laughs> I will I will come out there on my I own accord. Come. Uh, I would love for you because both I want to li- I want to live out my um soap opera dreams. Soap opera dreams. Just one time, <laughs> just one time in my life you, I want You have to give her an extremely dramatic scene. <laughs> I'll do whatever you want me to do. I can, I can. I mean, yeah, I love, I listen, I listened to your podcast. So I heard some of your stories and I think, uh, there's an interesting story right there. So yeah, you know. there's a lot the of nurse stories. dating a doctor. That one. Oh God. Oh, I, mean, I, 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 can, confess, I can bring I, my husband too. I've been sort of trying not to do that, you know, because it's a little cliche, know, right? I mean, it has been done. But yeah, uh, you know, Grey's but, Anatomy. Oh, but, yeah. But we, I would love, yeah. love for for you guys to do that. Listen, I, can... I, I I do listen. One of the things, one of the reasons besides I like your podcast, one of the reasons why I listen to it is you give me ideas for episodes. <laughs> no, and I, I don't I think mean. We need I don't some mean credit. that. Yeah, I wasn't thinking of it that way. But I was thinking, like for example, <laughs> the one that you're talking about uh, with the violence in the work, workplace. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Oh, you know, we've all seen or been involved in stuff like that, I think. Yeah. Yes. And it's serious. So, it is. you know, I want to do something like that. It's tricky. Because, oh, please look, do. Please do. Yeah. Here's the tricky thing. We're on And YouTube. can I send you, can I send you the ribbons to wear for yeah. that episode? The pins? Totally. Oh, yeah. Yes. Awesome. The black and, black and red ribbons. The black yep. and red pins. Yeah. yeah. I want to do all that. Okay. Look, you know, it's tricky. We're on YouTube. It's a, you know, a guy dressed like Spider-Man fighting, farting in an elevator gets a million <laughs> views, right? Right. And we get, you know, I mean, we do pretty well, but it's nothing like that. It's tricky. It's a mixed bag of what you're going to see on YouTube. And and it's hard yeah. to promote things that are really serious. And Yeah. You know. So what's your long-term goal for the, the series? long-term goal is because this is produced through that company that I formed, the nonprofit City Theater Project, spelled, by the way, T-E-A-T-R-E instead of E-R. It's the fancy okay. way of spelling theater. <laughs> You're fancy. I did that before I realized T- that that theater. was an issue, right? It's theater. Yeah. theater. That's a theater. It's like saying Target instead of Target. Theater. <laughs> right. Right. Days and bars. Yeah. Um, yeah. The long term. The long term is two two things. Because it's through a not for profit company, I'm ho- we ha- we need contributions. So yes, individuals have contributed, which is great. But it's expensive, so we're looking for corporate Absolutely. support or foundation support. That's what we're working on now. How can people sponsor or support you if they want to? Well, thanks for asking. We can, uh, if you go to citytheaterproject.org, you'll see the nurse's station flag on it. You can donate okay. there. Also, okay. if you go to the to the YouTube page, nurse's station the series, it'll it'll give you if you click on there's like. Twitter, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It also gives our website, which you okay. can donate. And it's all tax deductible. Any donation is tax deductible. Right. So we're trying to get cor- we're trying to get foundation support. We're you know new on the block, so that's hard when you're just getting started. But that's the goal, to keep it going and make enough money that we can pay actors, yeah. pay nurses to come in, because I want nurses to be me, in me, it, me, too. Me. Like I said, I'd love for you guys to be in it. <laughs> I've had nurses perform in it because I want that. You know, there's yeah. a reality. G- to give it. me a give me a scene to do right now. What? Give me a line. I'm going to do it right here oh, on here the we spot. Go. What? Here what we do go. I need? What Let's do I need? Try. Give me something. Um, let's see. Let's see. Something um, dramatic. You, something give me dramatic. something to say. Yeah, this will be fun. Say, yeah, you could say, "This is not a hotel." Here, here's your line right here. Okay. This, this is, is not, not a hotel. There we How's go. That? Beautiful. This is not Perfect. a hotel. You're talking to a patient who wants to have their this hot is not coffee. A, this is not a hotel. This is not a hotel. See, he's directing me already. I'm I'm Tony. This is not a hotel. Oscar worthy. You just had Oscar worthy. You've just cleaned up a patient, a C diff patient. Okay. This isn't a f-ing hotel. Oh. <laughs> oh, Jessica, I, I need see? to see you in my wow. office. Says I the think manager. You got oh, it. Sh- I mean, Michelle oh, sh- will be calling you, but that was that was oh, terrific. Sh- I, and I like the cursing on the show because it's realistic. Yeah, that it, part it, I it, like. I mean, that's real. You know, Let's face it. Nurses you, have do you know a sixth sense of humor, and we have a mouth. Jessica, I think, brought what? this up before about like some of the while well, you were talking about the the problem that you were discussing 
that your yes. uh, listener brought in right? yes. that some nurses don't like to rock the boat. And that's a big truth, especially I yeah, think in my experience. In my experience, I deal with the this older all the time with don't nurses. don't like to hear the negative stuff about nursing. Yes. They're drinking the Kool-Aid still, yeah, unfortunately. You know. So when I have the old nurse saying, you know, I'm too old for this shit, <laughs> you know, some of the nurses that they're like, oh, I don't like that. You know, they don't, they don't get into that. So it's interesting. Yeah. They, yeah. I, I would like, I would like them to, uh, you know, I want to show all aspects and not, some of it is not always complimentary because right. we're human beings and You're we get tired. You're telling the real story. And we get, yeah. And we get fed up with things and, and all of that. But Absolutely. You delivered that line perfectly. Someone I, who's I had so. a rough day and someone who's one this wants to waste your time. This is not a hotel. This is not a hotel. Look, look how cleaning up the poopy is not the priority. Erica, it's your turn. You do it, Erica. Come on. This is not a hotel. Go. This is not a hotel. The H on the outside stands for hospital, not hotel. That's good. That was good. I felt the passion in that. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that that was pretty, that was pretty damn good. So um, Erica, before we wrap things up, let's talk about the, um, the enema of the week award that we're giving to Nick Gore. No. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much. I was looking forward to it. Honestly, Erica, you have uh, yes. somebody in mind, don't you? For real. Oh, okay. I do. I do. I do. So uh, those that follow me know that I have recently been covering the Cheryl Addison trial. I have a, a playlist on my TikTok and Instagram. If, if you're not aware of that, and it, it came, uh, culminated and came to an end while I was in Costa Rica. And so I wasn't able to get the last couple of days of it, but, um, people have been following it for me and it has come to my attention that despite the entire trial being live streamed, the day of the verdict was conveniently not live streamed. All I'm going to say is Hmm, Baylor School of Medicine has a lot of money and a lot of power. And I find this to be a little bit suspicious. As do a lot of. So the Enema of the Week Award goes to Baylor School of Medicine. Congratulations, Baylor. You win. You win a pile of. Congratulations. That's right. Yeah. A whole colostomy bag there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And and it's not only an enema award it's a successful enema award it's an enema that worked yes um (laughs) with explosive diarrhea is this water is this water or oil soap suds it's a soap 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 suds i think yeah yeah Yeah. i i it's whatever works the best that's all i gotta say with some some mag citrate and go lightly i wish we were like in the same room instead of like because this would be we could have, the, have we could blast. have a pina pina colada and seriously awesome well this, me and right? eric will right. be free free on your first episode and then after okay, that cool. we don't know we'll see how good it goes <laughs> if, after, if, after if, we get our emmy nomination you yeah, know our rates might go up us to the next Listen, stratosphere then we'll negotiate you know uh, i mean it would be nice if a bigger group of people saw this and went you know what this is not a bad this is a good idea we should produce this you know like a they, they really or, should it's so important now more than ever uh not just for the nursing profession because the true story of nurses like you said has never really been told authentically before i've seen yours yeah. but also for the public because you know right now let's face it nursing is we're public enemy number one since covid right Isn't it's taken such it a turn i i it know it's, it's absurd but we really need the public to understand the challenges right. that we really face. And that's what I'm, that's what I would be, of course, the pie in the sky thing, but you know. Yeah. So tell everyone again where they can find you. On YouTube, you can go to Nurses Station, go just go to YouTube and type in Nurses Station the series, and you'll go right to our channel, and it's got all the episodes and all the shorts and, and, and all of that. You go to City Theater Project, Theater ER, not RE, Theater. Mm-hmm. RE theater city theater project.org slash nurses station where you can donate and, and where you can donate exactly and, and you're on Instagram goes, and TikTok as well inst- right so just go at nurses station series on Google and it'll give you all that stuff that I just said 
Perfect. And you'll awesome. be able to find it. Thank you, Nick, so, so much for yes. joining us this week. This has Listen, been great. This is a this is an added thrill for me because I said I, I follow this podcast and just to be invited on it is not only just very gratifying because it's nice when your work is is acknowledged and appreciated, but to be here especially, it was just like super cool. So thank you very much. Aww, you, thank you. It. You you Thank rock. You. Thank you, Nick. You're a, oh, and by the way, your hair is amazing. I I, I don't know if anyone. I mean, it's that Mediterranean hair, man. I, I'm like I, that, I cannot stop staring at the hair. Like it's so thick it, and, and it moves. It's and it's real. Wait a minute. I, I, it's amazing. Like no. kudos to you on the hair. I have no I, filter, Nick. I'm thanks, sorry. Mom I'm filterless. I, mean, I had very little yeah. to do with that. Yeah. <laughs>